some mornings and evenings I have a lot to say and other mornings and evenings maybe not so much but today I got two two points that are kind of weighing on me that I want to talk about the first is today is two of my friends birthday two friends that I that have been in my life for 30 years essentially one maybe closer to 25 and one 30 plus so they've known me since before, bef- maybe before I was addicted, before I acknowledged being addicted. Uh, I've partied with both of these women. I've shared so many things through life. And, you know, there's been times that we didn't maybe chat every day. We still don't chat every day, but maybe lost a little bit of contact, but always come back and and always know that we'll be in each other's lives. And the reason I want to talk about them or mention this is because as I take you on my journey with me, you see that there's been evolution, right? So there's been pre-addiction, I guess we'll call it. I'm just making shit up as usual. Then there was the during and then there's now, like my recovery Bobby. So there's been like three different Bobbies that they've known. And it, you know, one in particular, I can remember her feeling like some of my choices she was responsible for. And she was never responsible for what I decided to do. If I decided to drink or drug or, or whatever, um, that wasn't in her control. She did the best she could with, with teaching me the consequences of of those things. The other one, we had worked together and again, she saw me through a lot of my party like a rock star days. She would make sure that I was safe (laughs) at the end of the night, whether she found me sleeping under my truck or passed out in the bathroom under a sink at a bar. I mean, she has some probably some stories. She probably remembers way more than I do. <laughs> uh, she was a little bit more the the sane one. So fast forward to now, you know, the last three years and, and the two that I was in Kansas City. I have five years of not gambling. And and I will admit, one of them, used, we used to go to the casino together. They all thought I was so lucky. It wasn't that I was lucky. It was that I spent more than everybody else. So it looked like I won more than everybody else. But even back then, I was sick. And that was, geez, my early 20s. Anyway, the point is, here I am with almost like a reinvented Bobby. I'm not the same person that they knew in the beginning. I'm definitely not the same person they knew in the middle. And now here I am, different. And on a different path, and these women are still in my life, and they're still very important to me, and they love me. 
So my, my point is, and, and I know I get so hung up on this because I just think it's so, so important to release the shame and the guilt and to get people on board with us and to end the lying. We just, we just have to be open and honest about it. And the reason these ladies are still in my life is because I value them and they value me and the addiction didn't define me just like your addiction doesn't define you. They're going to love me anyway. And here's the thing. If for some reason and, and statistically I would imagine that this number is so small and I haven't done any, you know, scientific reports or anything, but just from what I know, what I've experienced and what I've watched other people share and experience, if if they aren't supportive of you, proud of you, still want to be in your life, then they don't deserve to be. It's my experience, though. I've never heard anyone, never have heard anyone say, that someone ended their relationship or disowned them or whatever because they were honest about about coming out about their addiction. Now, I, I'm not saying that divorces don't happen and breakups and relationships don't end because of addiction, but that's more about the consequences, I think, than the transparency part of it. I think every human being wants to be told the truth Every human being wants to have that choice. And I know that's one of my biggest struggles, especially the last year, is not being told the truth and not having a choice about it because I was being lied to. And I struggle more with the lying than the actions. Actions, to me, are way more forgivable. So I really just wanted to to mention that. I love these ladies. I wish them the happiest of birthdays, the best they can have in quarantine land maybe Denver's open a little bit more than uh, us but so that was the first thing and then the second thing I want to talk about is and this has happened you know twice in my circle in this past week was there's been you know a mission to stop in one case it was someone wanted to stop drinking And in another case, someone wanted to stop using a specific drug. And during the last couple days, the person who wanted to quit alcohol um, drank. And the person who wanted to quit the specific drug partied and used drugs, but not this one that he's focused on. And I bring this up because it has been my experience that... We can't do everything all at once, right? I didn't quit gambling and quit drinking at the same time. Well, at least not successfully. I may have thought about it a million times or attempted it, but I couldn't do it successfully. And I didn't do it on the first try. It it takes whatever amount of time it takes. It takes the effort. It takes learning things. It takes the universe deciding it's our time. And what I really want to 
really want to stress is that we have to forgive ourselves and we have to not get hung up on the trips along the way. And I'm going to put this in perspective of me. So the cigarettes, for example, I, I am using March 21st as my clean date for cigarettes because I have not had a cigarette since March 21st. That being said, I still, well, now we're, I think we're going into the fourth week of me not having cigars. Um, but I had still had some cigars intermittently. I still have the patch on my body and I'm still vaping. Does that mean I didn't quit cigarettes? No, I still haven't had a cigarette. And and I know that the cigars would lead me back to cigarettes, so that's why I had to remove them as well. Now, the vaping and the the patch, you know, the patches, you wean yourself off and hopefully we'll get to that point. And I have so much freaking nicotine juice. That's part of why I'm... I'm vaping is I have all this liquid. Some of it has zero nicotine. So I'm going to just scale it down, both of them. And I'm going to go easy on myself. As long as I'm staying away from the cigarettes and the cigars that would lead me to the cigarettes, I'm moving forward. It's not perfect, but I still haven't had a cigarette since March 21st. Like, and I'm going to hang on to that. Now, if I went to the store today and saw somebody smoking and I took a cigarette and I had one cigarette, would it erase the last, I don't know, 70-something days of not having other cigarettes? Nope. Would I start my counter over by that date? Yep. But that's just how I choose to look at my recovery is, is to pick my dates or to do things that align with my values. And I'm I'm pretty black and white on some things. And it's black and white. I haven't had a cigarette. It's not black and white if I've smoked <laughs> or used nicotine, right? Then it gets a little gray. Um, but if I had another cigarette, then I clearly don't get to keep my date of not smoking cigarettes. And that's actually the way I have it in my quit app is that I quit cigarettes, <laughs> not smoking And I don't even know what the cigar date is. And what I'm doing is trying to not give it power. Plus, I didn't really know that it was going to stick. So I wasn't counting the days. But the point is, we can take those moments and learn from them. And we need to go easy and gracefully and forgive ourselves. Because here's what could have happened. And this has happened to me multiple times. I get bad at myself. I start beating myself up because I didn't do it perfectly the first time. And then it spirals into this, I screwed up. Okay, well, if I screwed up, then I could screw up some more. What difference does it make? I suck, blah, blah, blah. Like all the voices in my head start winning. And I go down this freaking hole that is now deeper because the voices are berating me and making me feel guilty and shameful for screwing up. Now, fuck that. If your friend, if your friend did this, you know, if your friend had one cigarette in the last 75 days, are you going to be like, oh my God, you're such an asshole. How could you do that? It erases your time, blah, blah. You know, you're not going to do that to another person. So don't do it to yourself. 
that's that's what's on my heart this morning and that's what I need to just freaking stress and I hope that that makes some sense for you and now that I'm over my 10 minutes and then some um, I'm going to read you today's reading and maybe go off on a tangent about that too we'll see so the quote is from George P I'm finally learning how to take care of myself giving to others is perhaps the most gratifying feeling of all We get so much more back from others. Thanks, self-esteem, that warm glow we all love. So why don't we thank ourselves this, that way? Are Are we ungrateful for the loving gifts we bring to ourselves? Is someone else's opinion of us more important than our own? Can you see how this kind of relates to what I was just saying? That wasn't even intentional. (laughs) We can turn that around. Learn to give and accept self-gifts as graciously as we give to others. We can begin by offering some praise for the good things we do for ourselves. Good nutrition can be a boring grind, or it could be something we give to ourselves to strengthen our bodies. Tasks to complete can fill us with dread, or we can think ahead to how good we'll feel afterward to have accomplished so much. When we're willing to admit we're worthy of love, we begin to be able to do the small things for ourselves. We begin to recognize how loving we are and we bring that joyous new love to others too. Today, help me give and accept love freely. Moral of the story there is we have to love ourselves first, right? That's that's what I heard out of this. And the gift of giving we've, we've talked about and I think even recently when I shared with you that premise that I learned from one of the folks in my group is you don't want to rob people of that feeling when we talked about, you know, asking for help. Well, we know that feeling, right? And and we have it in our control to, to give, to share with other people. And sometimes we just don't take the time to think about how we have to love and share with ourselves, And we have to like, honestly, I believe the only way to say truly abstinent and, and healed and moving forward in life is to get to that point where you love yourself. Because if you don't believe you're worth it, you're not going to be motivated to do it. As long as you're where, whoever the adjective, sorry, I'm getting a little passionate this morning, but as long as we're not acknowledging that we're worth having a bet-free life, a drug-free life, an alcohol-free life, a cigarette-free life, if, if we don't value ourselves that way, we're never going to get there. If I don't value my health, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic that impacts our respiratory system, what kind of an asshole would I be if I continued smoking? Like, that means I don't care about myself, that I would put myself more at risk than I would get sick, die, and not be here to talk to you. Like, it's just that black and white. So how do I fix that? I love myself enough to know that I need to give up the cigarettes. People have loved me enough and told me through the years, Bobby, you know, smoking, blah, blah, blah. And everybody has their own way of telling me. You know why? Because they love me. They loved me more than I loved me for a lot of that time. (sighs) Ah, Okay. (laughs) I'm calm. I swear. I hope that this this helps. It's it's a lot it's a lot to master, but I think it starts with the mindset. 
So hopefully this helps lay some foundation for the mindset of those of you who need it. And today's a new day and a minute from now will be a new minute and an hour from now will be a new hour. So we have, we can make those choices minute by minute and hour by hour. And the choice I'm making for us today is that we are going to have a wonderful Wednesday and just reflect on, you know, are we, are we loving ourselves the way we need to? Okay, beautiful people. Bobby the Awesome is going to go to work now. Thanks for tuning in. I haven't bugged you for a while, so I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, can you please leave a review or read the show? Even better, subscribe, all of the above. I would greatly appreciate it. All right. Have a great day, beautiful people. Talk to you.